back, everybody, to Word of Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Morendish, with my beautiful, lovely co-host, my wife, Mary. Hello, everybody. We're continuing our journey into Ephesians 6, the whole armor of God, uh, verses 10 through 20 is what we're covering. And we've already kind of gone over the first few verses um, when we're talking about being strong in the Lord and how that actually meant, remember how it, it meant being in unity with yeah, God? Yeah. That was that was an amazing thing right there. And to put on the whole armor of God, and we discussed that Jesus is the armor of God, right? Yep. And that, um, you know, we put, we're basically hidden in Christ. Yep. We talked about how Jesus is the truth. Mm-hmm. He is the belt of truth. We talked about how the belt of truth is kind of like what a, a weightlifter wears yeah. around the, there. And I loved how you said that Jesus girds you up in the middle, strengthens you, yep. right? Yep. Helps you, and he's got your back. <laughs> that was amazing. And then last week, uh, we talked about the breastplate of righteousness. Yeah. And how we are covered in God's righteousness. And I remember back in, I think it's 2 Corinthians 5.21, where it says that God made him who knew no sin to become our sin for us mm-hmm. so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Yeah. Inside that armor, inside that breastplate, mm-hmm. we become the righteousness of God. No longer sinful, no longer destined for hell, we become the righteousness not self-righteousness, right? but righteous in right standing with God through the blood of Jesus Christ as we stand in him. Yes. And I think we talked about um, when Stephen was being stoned mm-hmm. and how he looked into heaven and he saw Jesus standing yeah. at the right hand of God the Father. And what an amazing testimony to his faithfulness in him. Right. Right. Yeah. So what was he faithful in? The representation of the gospel. Mm -hmm. Why? Segue, because he had shodded his feet in the preparedness of the gospel of peace. Amen. Which is where we are right now. Yes, it is. What do you got? Um, Well, yeah, you you just quoted... Ephesians six fifteen, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Uh-huh. And as we look at that, we shod our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Not the gospel of war? No. Okay. Jesus is the prince of peace. Amen. You know, he was called that in Isaiah. Yeah, I think it's Isaiah, uh, was it 9-6, right? Yeah. Okay, why don't you go ahead. Oh, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. There is so much in the last half of, in in the names he's being called right there. Right. There's so much there, but I want to continue on. Jesus is the peace and it's that peace that we need to be prepared in. Yeah. What does it mean to be prepared? That means you're ready for pretty much anything. Yeah. I remember John, John cried it out. 
In the oh, very beginning, yeah, John cried it out. It's which which in, John are you talking about? Uh, John the Baptist. Okay. And so we're going to Matthew, Mark, or Luke. There's, well, I wanted to go to Matthew 3. Mm-hmm. 3, I believe it is. Okay. But we can back it up to 3, 1. Yeah, go ahead. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Amen. And here we have... Paul in Ephesians okay. telling us to shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Yeah. You know, you had mentioned Stephen real quick. This isn't where my tabs are. But when you had mentioned Stephen, it was because he was explaining the gospel of peace. Yeah, Stephen, um, he was standing, mm-hmm. or he's, excuse me, we we are standing in Christ Jesus. We are in Christ Jesus. How did I get there? He saw Jesus <laughs> standing at the right hand of God. Yes. And, and but he are... ended up being stoned because of the words he was sharing. Yeah. And he was sharing the gospel of peace. Yeah. So we're in Acts. That's in Acts 7. Um. So Stephen's addressed, are you talking about when he's addressing the Sanhedrin? It's when, you know, just before he got stoned to death. Okay, so after he's giving all of that, so then we're going to skip forward to uh, Acts 7. Um, well, right before that, I think in, in 54, Acts seven fifty four. Yeah. Yeah, when they heard these things, when they were talking about him, and he's... He basically goes really quickly through the entire exactly. story. Yeah. Yeah, the entire story of Israel. Right. And goes through Abraham and all the patriarchs. Yep. And then how Israel turned their back on God. And then yep. he says um, how Solomon built the house. However, the Most High doesn't build, does not dwell in temples made with hands, that's a prophet. Heaven is my throne, earth my footstool. What house will you build for me? And then he says, Has not my hands made all the things? But then he carries on. He says, you, I love this, you stiff-necked, uncircumcised in hearts and ears. Now he's talking back to the Pharisees. And the uh, he's talking to the whole Sanhedrin, actually. He got drugged before the whole court. Right. Right? Right. You are always resisting the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. And it's this, um, what would you, this rebuke, basically which is what God has been telling Israel the whole time. Yeah. Why don't you come to me and, uh, hello, stay with me. Yes. But you're stiff-necked. And what that means is they refuse to bow to God. Correct. They're constantly, they are so caught up right now in their religious ways, right? Yep. But like we're saying, Stephen has shot in himself. He's prepared himself in the gospel of Jesus Christ in peace. Yes. He's in peace. Mm-hmm. So then in this section, it says, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus 
standing at the right hand of God. Yes. Yeah. And your point was getting at that he was bringing the gospel. Yeah. He brought the gospel. The he, whole yeah. story of the Jesus. The whole story of Jesus, that the Messiah that they were looking for. They murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why he, he got killed. Because <laughs> he said, you did it. Yeah. No. And, and nobody was willing to receive Jesus. Yeah, they, they, they wanted a Messiah that was going to deliver them from the Romans. Instead, what they got was a, a Messiah that we all got that was going to deliver us from us. Yeah. That's the kingdom we needed deliverance from, from the enemy and from ourselves. Yes, yes. And then also, you know, when he was going through things and he was sharing the, the gospel to them, how God was trying to reach Israel each step of the way. And then when they finally get their Messiah, nobody recognizes him mm -hmm. because they're too hard hearted, you know, uncircumcised in heart. Yep. You know, it, it's told again back in Isaiah says, God redeemed. Deems Jerusalem, awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. I'm reading that at Isaiah 52, and I'm going to jump down to Isaiah 52, 7. Are you okay? Yeah, you go You want to go there with yeah, me? Yeah, let's go there. You got tabs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do Lily, have tabs. Lily put like <laughs> post-it note tabs There were so in many things I wanted to touch on, and I probably won't get to touch on them all because we're I get halfway. going here, and then I go, oh, wait. I know, it's like... You, I love it when we get reading the Bible and then God's like, read this scripture like, and then don't forget this one. And and the Holy Spirit's just like flooding you with all these different places to go and read. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. So Isaiah 52, seven. Yes. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, wow. who proclaims peace, who brings glad, glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Amen. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together. You waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. But if, at the beginning of seven, it's like, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace. That him is not capitalized. No, it's talking about people. Yes. Us. Yes. And I love how God, in the beginning, had a plan, not just for the Jews only, but for us Gentiles. Yeah. And, and honestly, that good news is what set off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, when we look at the Apostle Paul, one thing that really got them was... I'm going to go share this good news with the Gentiles. Yeah. The good news of salvation. Oh, gosh, yeah. They were ready to just, well, they were plummeting him, and the Romans saved him. So here's the interesting thing. In the Hebrew language, Jesus' name, I, was, I remember I was talking to uh, Rabbi David about this. Mm -hmm. The name Yeshua means God my salvation. 
Yeah. So when he says, this Messiah you're looking for, his name is Jesus. His name is God is my salvation. (laughs) Where else is salvation found except in the name above all names? The salvation of God is Jesus, is Yeshua. Yea, is God, Shua, salvation. (laughs) God's salvation. Mary's running around. Mary and Joseph are running around Jerusalem uh, (laughs) after they lost Jesus. And they're like, excuse me, excuse me. Have you seen my God, my salvation? Have you seen God, my (laughs) salvation? Our son, God, my salvation. But that's the good news. Right. But we have to be prepared in this. How do we get prepared? Mm. I'm asking you. How? Yeah. How do you get prepared? We form a relationship with him. (laughs) (laughs) We pray, we receive, we believe. We believe and we receive. No, he says, those who believe upon the name of Jesus. Shall be saved. Yes. The best part is it isn't, just, oh, I have a ticket, now I'm going to heaven because I said this prayer. Amen. And I say, I believe. If yep. we believe, believe upon the name of Jesus Christ. If you just believe surface-wise, I guess is the word I'm going to use. Superficial, thank you, yes. You know, uh, I got a ticket to go to heaven, I'm going to live my life, and he loves me enough, I'm going to be saved, but I'm going to still do what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, that's not really believing in that ticket you've received. Because if you believed in that ticket you received, you would believe in the one who gave it to you Yeah, that says, come join me. And when people say, come join me, they want you to partake in what they're doing. Just like the story of the wedding. You know, mm-hmm. I think we kind of touched on that once before. You know, the guests were invited. They didn't come. They had all these excuses. He says, go out into the streets, the byways. You know, bring them in. Those that are invited to celebrate the way with what he wants to celebrate, right? Mm -hmm. So if we don't know what he's going to be celebrating, when we have the opportunity between now and then to learn it and to learn him, the giver of the gift, because when we get there, if we don't know the giver of the gift, I heard this said that it is so bright and so light that when we get there and we don't know him, we're going to want to run away from him because it's going to scare us. Mm. So we need to take the time now as we say yes to him. Yes, I believe in you, Jesus. Yes, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you are God. You are part of the Trinity. You are the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our God is one. Our God is one. Amen. And so if we can learn who he is here by the word we've been given, we have Bibles everywhere. He's on the internet. They're in books. It's at our phones everywhere. You can find him. But the preparedness of this, of this piece, I think part of, part of the problem nowadays, dear, is that we've watered down this gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, it's not just getting your ticket punched. It's about um, actually bringing heaven into us, getting that relationship, right? Yeah. 
because I'd like to share um, real quick out of Matthew chapter four. And this is when Jesus is first coming back out of the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, he was baptized by John the Baptist, mm-hmm. who said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, right? Mm-hmm. I'm preparing the way, I'm the one who was prophesied of old, prepare the way of the Lord, make your paths straight for him. Mm-hmm. Jesus gets baptized, gets filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit leads him out into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, and it says this in uh, Matthew four seventeen. from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, what is he going to start with? He's going to start with the good news of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for to hear the good news of the gospel from the <laughs> lips of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Listen to this. From the lips of Jesus, this is how Jesus prepared, um, uh, not prepared, but presented the gospel. Yes. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is upon us. It is in our presence. And then when he sent out his disciples, mm-hmm. what did he tell them to do? Go, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers cast out demons, raise the dead, and tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. This, to me, is the preparation. This, to me, is what needs to happen for us. We need to be ready to share the good news. Amen. A lot of us are going out and, and just living life, and we're living a good Christian life, but we're missing the go part. We're missing the the orders. We're missing the marching orders. We're missing the purpose of why we are to go out into the world and not yet be of the world. Good point. Yeah. We, we are to go out and be Jesus to the world around us. Amen. We we need to get prepared. Right. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, and no one gets into heaven. No, 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 no. Wrong. No one comes to the Father. There you go. Except through him, through Amen. Jesus. Change the way you think about sin. Receive your forgiveness from Jesus through his sacrifice. Be dead to sin, dead to your old self. And just like in baptism, die to yourself and raise with him to a newness of life and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then John says, I baptize you with water to repentance, but he, speaking of Jesus, will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. Amen. We need to be prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. And in all things, share the gospel. <laughs> and what is the gospel? That Jesus is God. He came in the flesh. He died for our sins so that we could die with him, leaving our sins in the grave. He rose from the dead just so we can rise from the dead, sinless, cleansed, pure of heart, so that we can live and represent him to the world around us. Amen. So that's going to do it for us again this week, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in next time when we will be discovering what it means to pick up a shield 
and they call that shield faith. Amen. We love you guys. And let us know in the comments below what you would like us to talk about when we go into our video podcast, hopefully coming up pretty soon. My wife is just like shuddering at the thought of it. (laughs) (laughs) May we remember that we are dressed in the King as we go forward, shotted with preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. We love you guys. Word of Freedom Podcast.